Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. From the Over the Top Studios at Scratch Labs in Boulder, Colorado, I'm George Thomas, roadbikerider.com radio, going the distance with Coach John Hughes. Part three in our series of heat training cramps sorry i'm a little late today george uh was having my morning coffee on the way in and i had to go to the bathroom first and many of us have been taught that caffeine is a diuretic and in fact that's not true reason i had to go reason i had to go to the bathroom was not because i've been drinking caffeine but because i've been drinking three cups of coffee this morning and i had a lot of fluid to get rid of so caffeinated drinks are just fine unless you've got a problem where your heart rate is already too elevated because you're getting too hot, in which case, don't drink caffeine. But otherwise, don't worry about a caffeinated soda or coffee or tea or whatever. won't cause a problem. Hmm. That's interesting. I've always found that maybe it's psychological, but any time I have coffee, I just have to pee immediately. Obviously, you're well hydrated. Okay. <laughs> now, have you, when was the last time you cramped, George? Uh, it would have been during Raw, I believe, in 2014. And it wasn't bad. I just I could feel the muscles twinging, and if I looked at my uh, calf muscles, you could see them moving a little bit. So it was like, ooh, we got something going on here. I need to just calm this down. And how did you calm it down? I'm trying to think. Cooled off, uh, laid down. And I moved the leg but didn't stretch. Good move. Very good move. Now, what's interesting about what I love about coaching is I get to do a lot of scientific research to figure out what's going on physiologically. And cramping is one of those great things because the scientists aren't really sure. So think about the, how are you going to research what causes cramps? So you're going to put people in a lab and you're going to subject them to certain conditions. You want to get their core temperature to rise and see if that causes cramps. So imagine having a rectal probe, and then you have to sit on the trainer, riding as long as you can until you can't ride anymore, just drinking water to see if you get a cramp. Then they do it again. You're seated, seated on the saddle with a rectal probe. Right. And then they want you to do it, but they're going to put salt in your drink and see if you cramp. Now, very few people are willing to go through that, which is one of the reasons physiologists don't entirely know what's going on. Two predominant theories are fatigue of the nerves and not enough sodium. Could have been one, could have been the other, George. There also are some other theories as to what causes it. One of them that I think is true is muscles in a shortened position. They're not going full, through full range of motion. And this is one that Lulu Weschler has talked about. Another one is 
two joint muscles, muscles that cross two joints are more prone to cramping. So your gastroc, that's the muscle in your cramp in your uh, leg that points your toes because mm-hmm. it goes over your ankle and also over the back of your knee. Uh, your hamstrings, pretty typical, over your hip and over the back of your knee. And then the muscle, it's called the rectus femoris, that bends, that, that bends your hip, lifts your, lifts your leg, and straightens your knee at the same time. So muscle goes across two joints, more prone to cramp. Dehydration. dehydration. I look a lot of medical stuff up on the Mayo Clinic because they're pretty knowledgeable, and they say dehydration is one of the causes. On the other hand, Tim Noakes says that's not true. He's experimented. He wrote a very important book called Waterlogged on why you can drink too much. Uh, Hyponatremia, we talked about last week, which is low blood sodium. One of the early symptoms is cramps. Mineral depletion. Uh, Mayo says not enough potassium, sodium, or calcium in the diet. Not enough. It's not a question of not enough in your drinks. It's a question you're, you're just not eating enough. And last week I talked about the recommendations. And then, then there are some supplements that you can take that will cause mineral depletion. So, I mean, there are a lot of possible causes, and you just need to kind of be aware of what you're doing and try to figure out what, for you, causes tramps. Now, there are supplements that will actually cause mineral depletion. So you think you're doing something great for your body, but it's actually sucking minerals out. <laughs> there, there, there are medications. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm on one where... Uh, it can cause me to have less potassium. And one of the things they check periodically, you know, I get my blood checked, how's my mm-hmm. potassium level? They tend to be medications, but any 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 medication or, or supplements you're taking, read the side effects. See what it says. And it may or may not be a problem for you, but it's worth knowing what the side effects, the potential side effects are. Now, cramps have rarely been an issue for me, but... When they hit, they are not comfortable, and you're feeling very stuck. How can you prevent them? Well, remember I said you're more likely to cramp if your muscle's in a shortened position. So stretching regularly so your muscle is more relaxed and tends to be more elongated is the first thing. Second thing is conditioning. If you're not in as good shape when you go out, your muscle's going to fatigue earlier, and your nerves are going to fatigue earlier and you're more likely to cramp. Part of the problem is is your nerves start to fatigue and they send a signal to the muscle to protect it. I'm, I'm getting tired and therefore I'm interpreting that you're working too hard and I'm going to cause you to tighten up so you don't work it too hard. So it's uh, neural fatigue. And by getting in better shape, that will simply help it. Diet that's got enough minerals will help. Not going too hard. Now it's more of a problem for you on rock because when you're out there, you got to go really hard. But for most people, holding down the pace a little. Now, that's interesting. I'm thinking of relay racing. You're hopping off your bike, jumping into a much cooler van because the air conditioner is going on, and you're seated in a car. So you're not stretching your legs out. might be a very good idea to position where you can stretch your legs out. It'd be a great idea to position. And you probably don't have an Obviously, in a relay race, you don't have enough time. But spinning a little when you get done... Or walking around a little just to kind of move the legs uh, will help. And then finally, technique. Standing, you're stretching your muscles out more, and you're less likely to cramp than if you're sitting. So if you stand periodically, that's going to reduce the probability. So it is good to move around some on your bike. 
In, in terms of, of preventing cramps, yeah. For other reasons, it may not be so good. Standing, you're less aerodynamic. Heart rate's higher. But if cramps are an issue, I'd stand. Well, it also helps with uh, serious butt problems. That's a good point. Which is a good point, yeah. So how do you fix it if a cramp hits? Now let's go back to your example, the twitching calf. And you know it's about to hit. You said you didn't stretch it, which is good because stretching it, your nerves will say, oh, my God, it's about to be a problem. And that's if you stretch really hard. What you want to do is stretch it gently, just enough to start to move the muscle just a little. Which, like I said, we were moving my legs, but I was not going to do any, like, you know, where you lean against the side of the car or whatever to stretch the calf out. Yeah, yeah. That, that just seemed to me like it would make the muscle go. Right. So what, what you want to do is stretch gently, but not to the point where you're feeling any sensation of stretching, certainly not to the point of pain. And that will typically break the cramp, cause the cramp to release. And then you want to do what's called flushing, which is move, I mean, let, 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 let's assume for the moment it's your cramp, your, your calf, and you stop, you get off the bike, you stretch it gently, and then you get back on the bike. You want to do what's called flushing. So you pedal, but you don't tow. You don't put your toe mm-hmm. down and back up. You're not using the calf muscle. You're just letting it go along for the ride, around and around. And that's gradually helping the muscle relax more. And then you can start putting just a little force on it and seeing if it cramps again, if it feels like it's going to cramp again. And if it does, then you need to relax some more. And we talked about stretching. In fact, you can stretch your calves on the bike, obviously. You know, just 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 put your stop for a second. Put whichever leg it is on the bottom of the stroke. Stand up with your heel down. That will gently stretch it. Uh, ride standing up and do all of these. Obviously, by yourself, riding slowly on a safe road, not in the middle of a group. Stand up and bend forward at the waist. Bend at the hips, which will straighten out your hamstrings. Stretch them. You can even stretch your quads on the bike, although it's a little trickier. Uh, unclip one foot, and occasionally you see the pros do this. Reach down and grab your ankle, pull it up towards your butt. Oh, it feels good. It does feel good. Just be careful not to fall off and break your collarbone. <laughs> yeah, that would probably slow you down quite a bit. <laughs> it, 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 it does slow you down quite a bit. It, as John Marsh here at Road Bike Rider can testify, John broke his collarbone uh, a couple of months ago, and he had to ride the trainer. Now, after a cramp happens, you work it out, what are the chances of it coming back? Chances are increased. Go back to the causes. The the most likely one, I think, is fatigue, and particularly fatigue of the nerves. And so you continue riding, fatigue builds, which increases the probability of another cramp. So go back to what I was talking about earlier. Back off the intensity. Try to pedal with a rounder stroke so you're moving your le- all of your leg muscles more. Try standing. Uh, if you're doing a century or a brevet or something like that, when you stop at a rest stop, don't just stand there eating donuts, but walk around eating donuts. Move your legs in a different way. Uh, Got a client coached him for several years. He has a problem with night cramps. And what I suggest, it's another one of the things, you ask the Mayo Clinic what the causes are, and and they list 25 items. So without knowing more about him specifically, I can't tell. One of the things I suggested is walk before, 
he, he sits a lot at his desk, legs in foreshortened position. He's been doing some painting. We're painting, you're basically standing in one position until you go to get more paint. I suggest before he goes to bed, walk around some, kind of get his muscles loose, and stretch. So on a century or reve, you stop at a rest stop, stretch. Walk around a little. Uh, I wrote an article on preventing and treating cramps. It's actually got pictures of me in there stretching in my wool jersey. It was summer, but it wasn't that hot, so it's a Seattle Rondeneur's jersey. And the article talks in much more detail about what causes cramps, how to prevent them, and what to do when they happen. Uh, I've, I've actually got some clients who, I'm flattered by this, they download some of the articles, which are PDFs, to their phones. And if they're prone to cramping, they carry around that article on cramping. So in case it hits, they say, oh, well, I wonder what Coach Hughes has to say as they're lying there on the ground, spasm. Uh, so I'm not suggesting you have to to uh, buy the article and download it to the phone, but I do think there's a lot of useful information there. Uh, with this podcast, John Marsh has up on the Road Bike Rider red website several articles that I've written that are related to this. The cramping one, the hydration and, and electrolytes, how to develop your own strategy, which we talked about last week. There's an article there. And then how to prepare for and ride in the heat. That's there as well. And they, along with other information, are on coach-hughes.com. All right. That wraps up our series on training in the heat. Really appreciate uh, you taking the time, John. You're quite welcome, George. I'm going to go out for a hard ride and test to see if I can. I, I'm going to do that. You know, We needed to go do that ride we did together where you play Chase John. And I get to go off the front, and then you chase. We, we were both riding as hard as we could. And see if we can do that and get some cramps going when it's, you know, like 95 out and we don't take any water or salt or anything with us. Wouldn't that be, be fun? Yeah, that's, uh, that sounds like good August training. And then we can stop for a couple of beers afterwards to Perfect. really rehydrate, right? And donuts. We'll donut, walk around don- with donuts with some bacon on them. Yeah, well, let's skip the beer, but donuts with bacon. <laughs> <laughs> From the over-the-top studios at Scratch Labs, Boulder, Colorado, roadbikerider.com radio, I'm George Thomas. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.